just a few minutes, our focus on business this morning. We're talking with Amy Kaufman from Muller's Funeral Homes. Of course, you can check out the website, MullersFuneralHomes.com. MullersFuneralHomes.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Good morning. Good morning. How are things? <laughs> well, you know, I uh, got my dining room clean this morning, nice. so I'm late. But <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Rolling with the punches. Well, you know, with it being spring now, you kind of have to start, I don't know, spring cleaning mm-hmm. and feeling a little bit better about, I don't know. We have these letters, you know, back generations ago. That's how we communicated, right? We had to write letters to each other. And so we have... All of these letters from my my grandparents and my great-grandparents, they used to clean so much. I swear, every letter from my great-grandma was like, well, today I took the drapes down and I washed them. I scrubbed the walls down. But of course, you know, they had wood-burning stoves in their house, so everything was just... Right. And I go, ooh. And they didn't have air conditioning to help pull the dust. And Yes. Yeah. So yeah, reading the letters from 70 years ago makes me really, really grateful for living when we live. <laughs> yeah, there's no, you know, washing the clothes in a tub in the backyard and hanging everything to dry. And then everything was really wrinkled from drying in the sun. And so you had to iron everything. There was no, you know, toss it in the dryer for a few minutes before you run out the door. Uh-huh. Man, we are so spoiled. <laughs> we we are. But then our kids probably think that even, you know, when we were growing up that we had it rough compared to them. Right? We had to actually get up and change the channel. Right. Yeah. A remote control. <laughs> and we had three channels. Right. Unless you were really, really lucky to have cable. And sometimes it was an actual dial where you had to, like, turn it and turn it and turn it and just push buttons. Yeah. My sisters were fighting over turning the channel one time and pushed the TV off the stand and broke it. Oh, no. Yeah. That's a family story. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but, you know, we, we learn from things like that. And when we pass those things on, you know, we'll we'll have a VHS type tape and we'll go, I bet you guys don't even know what this is. Of course we know what it is, Mom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good. I want you to know. Mm-hmm. You know, so someday when you're cleaning out my house because I didn't do it good enough, <laughs> you'll know right. these are family videos and don't get rid of them. It's so funny because I took a, a media class a year and a half or so ago and we had to write a an, a paper on a an electronic device that was invented before we were born. (laughs) (laughs) So I was, you know, kind of being snarky and I chose the telegraph. Right. And so the instructor sent me a message and said in his 15, 20 years, whatever it was of teaching, no one had ever written a paper on the telegraph before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least it was original. (laughs) Right. And I felt quite old at that point. (laughs) Okay, but that was from a long time ago. No, this was from a year ago. No, the telegraph. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I was like, surely at some point I'm not the only old person taking this class. I remember in college having some uh, real adults, not college adults mm-hmm. in classes. And I was always so impressed by them. Yeah. You know, just making that decision, realizing, you know, mid-course that they needed to make a change and I was I was really really impressed by them and um, I got to know one really well and um, she baked me bread when I helped her with the computer class because mm-hmm. you know computers were fairly new in the 90s and mm-hmm. she definitely didn't 
grow up with them and it was just beyond her but oh as a college student to get fresh baked bread right <laughs> that's awesome it, it was so no it's it's awesome to have the older students in there too just to kind of give you a perspective and I, I don't know it, it made me work a little bit harder knowing that I was really lucky to be doing it as a kid and not with five kids at home Right. Well, and I think there are so many opportunities that we have that, you know, that was kind of an obvious one because uh, somebody who's older, maybe not old, but older is going to stick out yeah. in a class of, you know, 19 and 20 year olds. Yeah. But, you know, in everyday life, there are so many opportunities that we have that maybe we miss to be able to glean information and glean, you know, history from people around us. It, 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 and they come up with all kinds of things. And I, um, I, my uncle passed away recently, and it's been really fun to have people who remember him. He was a swim coach in town, had his own um, swim school, and so many people took lessons from him. And it's been fun to have them come and tell me the stories. And people I never knew had any connection with that side of my family know things that I never knew. And, and it's really fun to learn those things. I, I really like it when people share. And so I've tried to do that because, you know, I've had other people do that too. But when when somebody comes to the funeral home and I know them, like our middle school principal, Mr. Ezell, passed away a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I didn't know that. And so, you know, just to when the family came in to be able to say, I remember him as my principal. Mm-hmm. I was a good kid, so I wasn't in his office ever. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I can't tell you much about him, but he was my principal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but but when you have those stories, like um, uh, our principal at Canyon View, Mr. Um, Oh, he pulled my tooth. Um, Uh, His son is a uh, lawmaker. Mr. Ferris. And uh, he was my mom's fourth grade teacher. But to to share stories with the family. And and when you know somebody who has lost, it's really nice to be able to share those stories and to be able to, because a lot of times we just know them as dad, but to hear about them as the teacher or as the neighbor or, you know, just the things that, that they did that meant so much to us. And that's kind of the point of the visitation. People go, I don't want to see the body. Then don't look at the body, Mm -hmm. but come and talk to the family come and share a story and say oh my gosh your dad was so cool one night i and tell the story and then let them have that good memory and go he meant something to someone other than just me that's the purpose of a visitation mm-hmm. it, it really isn't about the body it's about the stories we're talking with amy kaufman from muller's funeral homes you can look at their website mullersfuneralhomes.com and you can leave your own stories there with the to be remembered uh link that's on there you can find that again on the website mullersfuneralhomes.com you know as you're thinking about memories there's a lot of things that you want to keep in mind as you're thinking ahead as well um in making sure that, you know, you're talking about your uncle passing away recently. And, um, you know, there are so many things that you can do now to prepare for your funeral for later down the road. You really can. I, I don't know how many times I sit down with people and they say, oh, my goodness, there's so many things that we have to do. And there are, you know, I mean, when somebody passes away, there's there's not just the immediate death arrangements that you have to take care of getting the death certificate filed deciding what you're doing with the body but there 
all of a sudden you have to get death certificates to your bank accounts to uh, you have to talk to social security doctors insurances any retirements there's you know anybody you do business with that your spouse is on you have to talk to them and there are so many things that you can do ahead of time to make it easier you know like at our age we're not expecting to go right i mean we're in our early 40s okay mid 40s <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, something could happen. But like our parents, have we sat down with them? Do we do we know where they bank? Do we know where I mean, do they have a safe deposit box? Do we know where that key is? Do they have a will or a trust? Who's the executor? If we have those conversations with the next generation, then they just pick up and and they mourn. But they're able to take care of the business part because everything's organized and and sorted. And it's the same thing with funerals. There are so many things that we can plan ahead of time to make it easier on our loved ones. And then they don't sit around going, oh, is this what mom would want? Mm -hmm. They know what mom would want because mom took care of it. And there's it really eliminates, you know, and most families, probably this wouldn't happen. But there is that potential for there to be disagreements. <laughs> Just saying could happen all the time. <laughs> when mom and dad say, OK, this is what we want to have done. And it's all on paper and arranged with a funeral home and and everything's decided. It it, it allows the family to just grieve and go through that process. We're talking with Amy Kaufman from Muller's Funeral Homes, our focus on business this morning, and looking at just the entire concept of planning. You know, I think, you know, we, we say this all the time, tomorrow is promised to no one. You yeah. know, I'm 45 years old. I could get hit by a car tomorrow. I've got, you know, kids that, yeah. you know, need to be taken care of, that that aren't in any way, shape, or form capable of making decisions. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, there, I mean, you just, until you've gone through it, you just don't realize how much is involved financially, mm-hmm. uh, how many, just like long term, these aren't just, you know, mediocre decisions. These are long lasting decisions that you have to make that can impact a lot of different people. Well, and I'll have people that will say, <clears throat> well, I have life insurance. So if anything happens, my funeral's covered. And I go, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's fine. So I, I, I'm curious what kind of life insurance you have, because the life insurance that I got when my daughter was first born um, is only a 20 year. So in a couple of years, I don't have that insurance anymore. So then what am I going to do to cover a funeral? I look at, so 20 years ago, there was a marker that we would sell all the time for like $1,295. It's $2,700 now. So with your life insurance policy, it's it now costs you $2,700 if you had bought it. 20 years ago, it cost you the $12.95. And we invest, you know, we invest the money, we hold on to it, and then we order it when the death occurs. Unless you want it out prior to your death, we can do that. You know, some people are kind of creeped out seeing their own headstone. <laughs> but, you know, there, there are things that you can do today to lock in today's prices, get, re- you know, um, <clears throat> combat inflation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just have it taken care of financially. And if really you want to use proceeds from a life insurance policy later on, that's just fine. That's okay. I'm proud of you for thinking of that 
But there, you know, there's an additional piece that you can do that in the long run does save money. Well, and I think another element, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't (laughs) think that a life insurance policy is paid out on the day that somebody passes away. I have never a while to get that (laughs) going. And you don't. I mean, most of the services that you get for burial and uh, or cremation or whatever it is that you're doing, those have to be paid up front. Yep. So that life insurance policy may reimburse you for those costs, but you've got to pay those up front. Yeah. Well, yeah. So some funeral homes and it depends on the funeral home and it depends on the insurance company but we we there are insurance companies that will send an assignment to us okay. and because we are a larger funeral home and you know it, it we can wait a couple of weeks for payment to come in um, if we have verified that the insurance will accept an assignment then we will help you prepare that paperwork we'll file it and we'll wait for that portion of the money to come to us so they only send us our portion of the bill and then everything else goes to the beneficiaries but it does it takes a little bit of time and some people would rather we not know anything about their insurance policy mm-hmm. you know some sometimes people don't want a random stranger knowing they have a two million dollar policy right. and and a lot of times we would end up finding out that information we keep things confidential we don't talk about it but I don't like anybody knowing my business that doesn't have a reason to know my business. Mm-hmm. You know, so if if you have something already taken care of with the funeral home, then we don't have to know about your life insurance. We don't, you know, that stuff is yours to know. But there are a lot of insurance companies anymore that won't talk to us. They won't let us do, you know, it's just and I think it's an identity theft thing. I think, you know, we have to be more careful with everything all the time. Um, but they will only talk with the family. And, you know, sometimes it's several weeks, several months um, before things are taken care of. And, um, you know, like you said, service money's due. Right. And and you have to come up with it. You know, we, we don't know every single person in town. <laughs> and Not quite. <laughs> almost, but not quite. And, and we can't say, oh, I know for sure, you know, as soon as that money comes in, you're going to pay me. Mm-hmm. You know, we've run into things where people have thought a certain person was the beneficiary. And when all is said and done, they weren't. And the money goes to somebody else. And, you know, so that's another thing. Make sure you know who beneficiaries are. Right. <laughs> Make sure you update them. Make sure, mm-hmm. you know, and especially like if there's been a second marriage or you know, have those conversations. Make sure you know. I was glad my in-laws did a prenup when they got married, so we know exactly when one of them passes away. We know how things are to be divided. There's no question. Mm-hmm. It's it's very kind for your family to plan ahead. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest thing to emphasize is that <clears throat> this is a gift essentially that you give to your family members after that you know they receive after you pass away. You know, Im- imagine the difference between your daughter and maybe her spouse and your son and his spouse and you know going in they're upset because they've lost their favorite parent mm-hmm. and they are having to, you know, make decisions, a lot of decisions and write checks. And and what they really want to be doing is hanging out at home with their kids and mourning. Yeah. And in st- so that's one scenario. The other scenario is your daughter and your son and their spouses walk into Mueller's funeral homes and 
they sign a paper, they decide what date they want the service, and that's it. That's all they have to decide. <laughs> well, there's a little bit more, but <laughs> but they don't have to write any checks Correct. necessarily, and they Correct. don't have to make you know they don't have to pick out a casket and they don't yes. have to pick out a tombstone and they don't have to the buy memorial a plot. folders right and, yeah. I mean, we've even had people bring pictures in for their dvd and so we have those on file and you know i i have somebody who has decided he has a giveaway he's going to give to people at his service Aww. and so you know he's got that all squared away so that the service is exactly what he wants and 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 people will get to honor that part of his life as well and it's really cool the way he thinks about it. And I just, I recommend it. What what do you want people to remember about you? Mm-hmm. And how can you spare your family some of the headaches? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you can find out more information about planning ahead. There's actually a plan ahead link on Muller's Funeral Homes website. Just go to mullersfuneralhomes.com and click on plan ahead. And it can get you started on the process of planning ahead. Our focus on business this morning, we're talking with Amy Kaufman from Muller's Funeral Homes. You can go to the website, mullersfuneralhomes.com. And we're talking about that need to really think ahead and start pre-planning funeral services for yourself, talking to your mom and dad, you know, starting that conversation with them about, uh, you know, have they have they figured anything out? Have they decided? Do they know if they want to be cremated or if they want to be buried or you know where or you know? And is a viewing important? Right. Does because I I will sit and I my office is right across the um from where my my pre need planners sit and meet with families and I will listen to people a lot of time and they'll go no I do not want to be viewed mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going. But do your kids want to view you? Right. Like at this point, it is not about you. Mm -hmm. And I understand if you've gone through a long, prolonged illness and, you know, maybe you've had cancer for quite a while and you're just emaciated. Mm -hmm. I I get in that situation, but I still really feel it's important that you um, talk to your family about that. Mm-hmm. And if everyone says, no, that is so, like, that is gross. I don't want to see your cold, dead body, you know. Right. Good. Make that choice as a family and mm-hmm. do that. But if there's somebody that says, that is part of my healing process, I need to see you, mm-hmm. then please allow them that. Well, and I think for closure, especially if you have family members who maybe don't live in town. Yeah. If you have children who don't live in town. You know, I think about when my grandmother passed away. Oh, probably about 10 years ago. And, uh, you know, she lived in California mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen her in a long time. And um, I know, you know, it was good to be able to see her and know that she was at peace mm-hmm. and to just make that last connection. Well, and one of the things that I hear from people all the time is I, I've spent these last months with dad and he looks horrible Mm -hmm. i want to remember him from like 20 years ago i I don't want to remember this right and so if i have this viewing again Mm -hmm. i i I, this isn't how i want to remember him and i remember when my grandpa died um my on my birthday my dad had called me and said um your mom just called grandpa died she's over at the nursing home right now 
and I just lived, you know, across the freeway from it. And he says, you need to go be with her. I done mm-hmm. hopped in the car, ran to see my mom. Um, my husband came with me and the funeral director showed up about the same time I did. But I remember seeing my grandpa at the nursing home and mm-hmm. he looked horrible. And if I think really hard, I can still see that image. And I thought, ah, you know, he just he'd gotten old and he just he looked horrible. And then I remember seeing him in the casket, mm-hmm. you know, after he'd been embalmed, after the cosmetics had been put on, you know, there had been some filler put in to kind of get some of that fat back. He looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Did he look like I did when I was or like like he did when I was 10? No, he didn't. Mm-hmm. But he looked so good. And I went, okay, grandpa's at peace. Like, (laughs) you know, it it wasn't that pained look that was on his face when he passed away. Mm -hmm. And I was so glad that I had that opportunity to see him embalmed, Mm -hmm. cosmetized, looking at peace instead of what I had seen. And so I do. I feel sorry for people that their last memory is at the hospital, in the nursing home, in the when they don't look good. So I I encourage, I encourage people to really think about that and allow us the opportunity. Uh, And sometimes we can't make people look much better than they did, you know, and, and there has to be a conversation about, well, you know, we can only do so much and this is, and it's Mm -hmm. up to you, but at least have the conversation prior to death with your kids. If that's important to one of your children, please allow them that opportunity. If it's not important to any of you, then forego the expense. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But you don't get a do-over. Right. So have the oper- have the, the conversation. It's such a hard conversation to have. You know, even sitting here, you and I talking about it <laughs> in arbitrary terms, but, you know, sharing our, our experiences, mm-hmm. it's hard to talk about. And so when you th- when you talk about it being about you or about your mom or mm-hmm. your dad or your grandparent, it's that much harder. Mm-hmm. But it's so much easier to have that conversation now than to wonder or to doubt or to feel like you're making a decision at the last minute uh, under pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to have the conversation when everyone's healthy. Yeah, that's you know, true. When you're healthy, there's nothing going. You come, you look at the caskets, you crack jokes. You, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard some of the funniest things from people when they're pre-planning. And they're just, you know, it, it's uncomfortable. But, but it's a fact of life. It is. It's, you know, none of Death us are going to get out of here alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's tax season. Yeah, Death and it, taxes. Oh my th- thanks for the reminder, Amy. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the website, uh, MullersFuneralHomes.com. You can click on the Plan Ahead link. And, and it, it right there, it gives you a whole guide you can download right there online. Mm-hmm. And you can have those conversations now. And and I would also encourage you, you know, me personally, I think, okay, I would, I'll do this and I'll do it all and I'll keep it all to myself and I'll make all the decisions myself and I'll have all the, you know, and I'll just have the information available for, you know, whoever has to deal with that. But don't make these decisions in a vacuum. Mm -mm. You know, it's really important to involve your kids, involve your grandkids if they're adults, and make sure that everybody understands that you have a plan and knows what at least some of that plan is so that they can, you know, start the process of putting into action when it's needed um, and that they can have some input. You've planned for everything else your whole entire life, right? I mean, (laughs) like you plan for vacations. Right. You don't just... 
hop in the car and go. Mm-hmm. You, you have a plan. This mm-hmm. is this is something you plan for. Yeah, and there's a map available at MullersFuneralHomes.com. Yep. So there's yeah. a lot of information there about local resources for different things, um, different, uh, you know, there's a whole guide that'll help you step through the process. And you don't have to do it alone. You can contact Muller's Funeral Homes. Just go to the website, MullersFuneralHomes.com. Amy, thanks for joining us this morning. Focus on Business is a copyrighted production of Cherry Creek Media and News Radio 610 KONA.